TalkZone.com. Now, TalkZone presents Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. It's a passionate yet lighthearted look at the world of sports, featuring the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joe Radwanski. They'll recap the games from yesterday, look ahead to the matchups tonight, and cover a lot more in between. Now, Two Guys and a Mic on TalkZone.com. Yeah, we will indeed recap the games from yesterday. Not just the basketball, hockey, baseball, football, but the games also known as the Olympic Games coming up just north of the border in beautiful Vancouver. We'll talk about that and much more here on the TalkZone.com. It's two guys and a mic right now. It's one guy and one mic. Guy number two expected in in a second. Double B, Brian Bauer, going to be joining us here on the TalkZone. Thank you so much for joining us on a beautiful, beautiful Tuesday in the fine city of Chicago. How did you celebrate your President's Day? One of the great traditions, celebrating David Olson. How many presidents have we had? 44? 45? Uh, I think 44. 43. And what Olympic games? Isn't this the 44th Olympic game? If you say so, Coach, yes, it is. (laughs) That's your first mistake. What have we had more? That's our first question of the day to the listeners. Have we had more presidents... Or more Winter Olympic Games. How's that for a fascinating topic? 888-463-6748. I like how we touched on at the uh, end of the show yesterday on combining President's Day and the Winter Olympics. What presidents would be entered in what Winter Olympic events? I like Joel's response, too. He said, based on (laughs) what happened in Jimmy Carter's uh, administration the final couple of years, the downhill skiing, the downhill anything for Jimmy Carter would have been good. I appreciated the humor. I didn't necessarily agree with the politics of it. I'm a longtime Jimmy Carter guy. But I thought the sentiment was right there. We thought John F. Kennedy definitely. Of the presidents, you're going to go in pairs, figure skating. As Brian Bauer walks in the studio, say hi to the webcasting folks. They used to. You used to be able to sneak in and nobody would notice it. Now that we are webcasting to the American public out there, not just the American public, you, your face right now, Brian Bauer, that bad haircut you got over President's Day weekend is being seen in seven different continents and also parts of Nevada and Utah. How First of all, how are you, Brian? sir? I'm doing well. The hair is fantastic. That's, this is an honor. That's a, of, that's a matter of opinion. This is an honor of today. Today starts Olympic hockey, so I've got my Bauer USA hockey hat mm-hmm. on, or not USA, but the Bauer hockey hat on. Mm-hmm. I'm all geeked up. I'm ready to go. You know, the, the, USA versus Swiss today. Canada plays today. <laughs> Russians play today. <laughs> curling starts today. Uh, you like a little curling. You day. probably picked the two <laughs> events right now. The two events right now that I am least interested. I definitely am going to watch Olympic hockey. Not going to watch the early rounds. Oh, come but on. I will get into it. However, let me just add this. And good to see you, Double B. Good Thanks for too. making it in. Yeah. I know you had about a two, two and a half hour trip. Public transportation, bus, train, cars, I actually just drive my own car, but yeah. it's a little bit farther trip. Yeah, yeah, sounds right. good. Yeah. Oh, no going. limo today? What? No limo? Apparently the budget's gone here. I, I No more limo. I asked if mm-hmm. I got one. They said they just started laughing. They said, if you want, Dave can pick you up. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, I can't sit, fit in a Prius. So uh, no problem. <laughs> Very disturbing story I heard over the weekend, by the What's way, that? as I visited my Aunt Lou in the hospital. Aunt Lou? Apparently, Aunt Lou's in the hospital. Aunt Lou, if you're listening, which I know you're not, hope you're feeling better, but apparently her great-grandkids, they had a birthday party. Okay. Went to the claim company in Northbrook, took the, you know, like nine or or ten, nine or ten-year-olds, 
uh, out, you know, for uh, a lunch, okay. which is fine, and then had a white stretch limo pick up the 10 nine-year-olds what? or the nine ten-year-olds. Either way, the discovery is disturbing. And, and, and well, Adi, freaking God! That's exactly what I said. It put the kids in the stretch limo and drove them to the laser zone for the next part of the party. Are you kidding me? In a stretch limo. Very, very disturbing. Aunt Lou, if you're listening, I cannot approve of your great-grandchildren's My behavior. mom used to pack six deep into the Buick LeSabre and take us to the Chuck E. Cheese, and that was the limo. Oh, and you were happy God. to get there. <laughs> you know what was really disgusting in the Chuck E. Cheese when the kids would play in the, in the uh, pile of balls? Yeah. Which you know has been Just spit in, infested, snotted yeah. in, oh, yeah. urined in, and everything else. Oh, yeah, used fantastic. To, every it. time the kids would come home from Chuck E. Cheese, I would give them the greatest bath they ever got. <laughs> I used, like, pneumonia, alcohol remover, paint remover. Oh, I put all kinds of stuff in the bath. And that's before the days of this new, like, 98% alcohol uh, sterilizing lotion yeah. that everybody seems to use. Yeah. Like, so the other day, uh, I was at dinner, and one of my sister-in-laws has a kid who's about two years old. Mm-hmm. And I kid you not, before they touch the kid, I watched three women put this alcohol lotion on and rub up, and and uh-huh. and they had all just gone to the bathroom and washed their hands. And I looked at them, I yeah. go, what, "What's what's with the alcohol thing? Mm-hmm. No, we got to be sterilized." Yeah, I'm like, you know what? The kids need to build a little dirt dirt immune system. You know, like, there, when I was a kid, I, I, there was none of that. You're right, kids are getting soft. I do because you see that stuff everywhere, now. everywhere, grocery stores, yeah. you know, department stores, just about every public place has that. And you are right, I do believe. This is not scientific, but it's instinct, because no. I'm sure you are. You need to build up some biological defense mechanisms. A little dirt don't hurt. That's what I was always told. I mean, obviously, you wash up as much as possible, but exposure mm-hmm. to it is what builds up tolerance to it. Mm-hmm. If you get this kid sterile his whole life, you know what's going to happen the first day you put him in kindergarten with all those kids? Mm-hmm. Disease-ridden. Disease. They're all just hotbeds yeah. of disease. Yeah. It's yeah. like what's happened to mosquitoes, where we use the off spray, you know, 10 years ago, yeah. off spray, the regular formula, yeah. became uh, totally ineffective. Yeah, now the I'm mosquito- watching mosquitoes bathe in it. They're like, oh, ah, yeah. that's nice. I like yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I say you, you expose the little buggers. Give them a little dirt. You know, the other day I watched a kid fall down. Right away, six different lotions came out there wiping his hand. I'm like, well, it's just dirt. It'll be fine. David Olson, our fine producer, has a, a couple of young children at home. I do hope you're taking note. And by the way, does that washing stuff actually work? I would never have a clue. All I know is it's alcohol-based, so it obviously yeah. kills most of the stuff yeah. that's on your hand. Yeah. I, I just, when I'm you think about, about it, it, though, I did stop at the grocery store right before the show. I was out of apples. Oh, no. And as you know, me out of apples, it's like i got to have my cup of coffee and my apple here in the morning. Only man I know who actually believes that an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Well, I don't know if I believe in it. It's just a tradition. I enjoy having my apple. But uh, Never switch to like a banana, an orange, a kiwi. Love a kiwi. Oh, yeah. No, no. I'll go banana also. Okay. I got a whole tradition. A peanut butter sandwich and an apple first. Nice. Do the show, and then on the way to the workout, I do the peanut butter sandwich and a banana. Interesting. Yeah. Very big on the peanut butter sandwich. But go on. (laughs) Actually went almond butter. Ooh, a little too fancy for me. A little curveball on the outside corner of the plate, a little almond butter, much uh, better for your cholesterol level. Uh, by the way, Aunt Lou, if you're watching, how you doing, Aunt Lou? Say hi to Aunt Lou for me. Will hi, Aunt Lou. Thank you very much. By She's the way, I know not feeling well right my now. favorite couple in the world as far as names go uh-huh. is this guy Lou Lash, and his girlfriend is Luann. So they're Lou and Lou. Really? Uh, that's one of my favorite <laughs> things in the world. I, it means nothing, but I Isn't just there enjoy a song, it. the Lulu or something like that? <laughs> yeah, trust me. Yeah. All right. We used to have a caller on our radio show, Lunt Avenue Lou. Lunt Avenue Lou. Yeah, yeah. he's a great guy. Has he dated your Aunt Lou by any chance? Has he who? Has he dated your Aunt Lou by any Certainly chance? I hope not. <laughs> right now, my Aunt Lou is in no dating shape, believe me. <laughs> a little broken hip situation. 
get to bring my personal life into it. But True all right. that. Now, where were we before I interrupted myself? Well, oh, yes. Okay. The Winter Olympics. Let me just say, first of all, you mentioned hockey and curling. Not into yes. those yet. Into but it. It took me all of four days. Three days? Four days? I wouldn't have a clue. All of four days, I am completely hooked, lined, and sinker totally, totally in to the Winter Olympics. Last night, watching the downhill skiing. Yes. The uh, snowboard cross. Yes, which I love. And the pairs figure skating. Awesome. Man, I, you I, lost I, I me right I forget every four years how much I enjoy the Winter Olympics. The snowboard cross. Snowboard cross is the greatest idea ever. I love it. You take four guys on snowboards. Yes. Put them in a course, and you know what? It basically becomes a free-for-all. Whoever makes it down to the bottom wins. <laughs> I can't believe more people haven't gotten into this. It's Why is there no? Cool is there a ski cross? Because I think you got to add a ski cross to this Olympic thing too. Because uh-huh. every time a guy wipes out, it's just awesome. Because two other guys have to like alternate so they don't hit the guy. It's oh, it's phenomenal. Guys are bumping into each other full speed. I love I it. I think I think there is a ski cross too that they have this there? year. I, I could be wrong, I but cannot, I think there is. I think they have to. If there isn't, they have to. I can't wait to. You're right. Totally into it. Most but I am a selective Olympic guy. Like I love the downhill. I love the super G. Oh, love that. What is the super G? Uh, it's a faster version of the downhill, a little okay. bit bigger. What, uh, what's the one where that? That was yesterday's downhill. No, it wasn't. When they go in the whatever those little oh the top, slalom the slalom slalom okay. yeah that's different. By the way, Canadian story. You want to talk about Olympic hockey and getting or Olympics and getting into Olympics? Yep. The finally hearing that the Canadian won a gold on gold mm-hmm. on uh, Canadian soil, which yeah. is apparently a big deal to them. Uh, I didn't even care about that. You hear the story about that afterwards? They they had like a little four-minute piece on the guy. I want to say his name was... He was a moguls, right? Yeah, I want to say his name is Alex Bilodeau or Thibodeau, Libido. But anyway, he's got a brother who suffers from cerebral palsy. Oh, yes. 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 Uh, One of the greatest four-minute pieces I've I've seen in the Olympics. And that's what what you kind of watch the Olympics for is that that background, the history, Mm -hmm. the good story about it, you know. And they're showing him and his brother and how whenever he has problems mm-hmm. training, you know, he looks at his brother who just has problems walking and says, you know, I, I, I got to do this. You know, mm-hmm. so a great little story, which I was followed by another story, which I thought they should have thrown out completely. You have this great piece about, you know, two brothers and the Olympics and family and blah, blah, blah. And then you do a fluff piece on some little town in Canada that's known for polar bears. And people come to watch polar bears. Mm-hmm. And how beautiful the polar bears are. And nowhere in the story does it say, oh, by the way, polar bears will eat humans if they can't find seals. No. No, yeah, you see polar bears. We call a polar bear number. There's an alarm that goes off. It's so cute. Ha, ha, ha. That's why you got to do like me. you got to tape it. So when you come to the polar bear, yeah. uh, and I happen to be partial. I kind of like polar bears, but I'm watching the Winter Olympics. You, t- you fast forward right through that right. stuff. Boom, right onto the super gear, right onto the downhill skiing. But then you miss like a great story. Like honestly, that, well, Alex, see, that, that was always... one of the great stories I've heard this year so far. Yeah, and I guarantee when they show the uh, highlight pictures back, you know, and put it to music, oh. one of the lasting images, lasting pictures will be the Canadian gold medalist hugging his Down oh. syndrome uh, brother. Right. I, I believe it's uh, cerebral palsy. Cerebral palsy. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. But, yeah. But they've already shown that a bunch. Oh, yeah, right. it's a great and story. It was a great story. I, yeah. I still can't get into certain sports. I don't care how hard you try. I can't mm-hmm. get into figure skating. It, to me, I thoroughly enjoy. To me, the, the deal with figure skating is this: I, I understand the stories. Yep. I understand the ability. I still think the judging is is ridiculous, and I don't trust any sport where it comes down mm-hmm. to judges. So uh, I watched a biathlon for the first time in my life this year because I thought it was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Just guys cross country skiing, and then they have to shoot. And I didn't realize this that if you miss the five targets. There's like a penalty loop you have to do, which slows you down, and you have to go down the rest of the course, which mm-hmm. is which is interesting. But you know, like you said, there are sports that you find and you're entertained by, 
And there are other sports you could care less. To me, I've been dying to see Olympic hockey because I want to see the best of the best in the NHL and around the world play each other. Mm-hmm. That that's what I'm looking for. Oh, I do too. I'm just not into it in the early round, but I'm going to be right with you. I just my my hockey buzz needs to build up a little bit. But uh, folks, if you haven't seen the snowboard cross, I guarantee it's one of those things. I think oh, the people great. that watch it, you're going to have a 88.6% stay with it uh percentage. My wife watched it for the first time last it night so and she cool. just looked at me and she goes, "Wait a second. So they go all four. Nobody has a lane. You just kind of go. I'm like, yeah, yeah that's the greatest idea ever. And four people it, just go. What makes it so cool is they're competitive, and in the preliminary rounds, you got to finish in the top two to advance. Right. And, and and it's the same thing in the downhill skiing and the speed skating too. It's it's cool to see these athletes push themselves because they're competitive to right. get to the front. But you also have to know your limit because if you push too quick. If you try too hard to get into that first place in the race, you're going to do something that you can't handle, and you fall and you slip and you're out of it. So I think it's cool to watch athletes that are competitive right? and they want to push to win, but you almost have to know how far you can push because you let your, if you let your competitors right. get away from you. get from one you. wrong edge because you're right. so driven. You could all of a sudden loop it, and boom, you're on the ground. I find the combo yeah. of those two things almost like a Reese's peanut butter. The only it's a thing great I had a problem with the, with the whole the whole uh, snowboard cross is how many times the announcer had to tell me that the top two people advance. After about the fifth straight race, top two people advance. Remember, top two people. I get it. I get it. Let me watch the race. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, the guy from the U.S., Seth Westcott, uh, in the yeah. final four came from second place, but pretty far back. Yep. And I'm not quite sure. I think the Canadian guy stumbled just a bit, came up and won it. But snowboard across the women's is tonight. We encourage our listeners to watch that really, really cool event. Downhill skiing. Love it. I forgot how cool that was. I used to, I used to do it. Man. I loved it. I can't Those get guys are just flying. Yeah, it was great. And my favorite part is when they, they superimpose two racers on each other. Have you seen this part? No. Well, they had like Bodie Miller versus the guy who won it. And they actually show them on where they were on the course at the same time. Cool. And you saw the different lines that they took. Oh, it's great. Great shot. I loved mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah. Boy, it's just the, the spe- Do we know miles per hour MPH, what those downhill skiers go? I wouldn't know offhand. Because, boy, be they push the limits, too. Oh, yeah. We had one guy in the final, like, six or seven wipeout. He was okay. But only one guy. Pairs figure skating, by the way. I don't know if you watched that or not. David Olson, a longtime guy. I'm sure it was what? You were watching that? Look at that. The answer is no. I'm, I'm, I'm with him. As soon as it came on, I left the room. I left my watch, oh, wife watching. Great stuff. Everybody fell. It was unbelievable. Almost every routine, I think the 11th place, 10th, 9th, 8th, you know, they go in reverse order. Yeah. Everyone had at least one fall. And then they got to the final two, and I think the, the second place ones did a beautiful routine. The ones that were in the lead didn't have a fall, but they kind of messed up on a few things. You could tell even me watching. See, again, why I don't like figure skating, but go on. Why? Because the judging? Or? The judging, yeah. I, I find it all to be a bit shady. Uh, that bothers me. I will agree yeah. with you. Any, any sport that does not have a clear winner or loser, Thank like you. in snowboard cross, there's no arguing. I, I know a clear exactly who loser. finishes. Yeah. Downhill skiing. Yep. Although, is there some dispute on, like, I mean, there was the favored guy. Right. And he was one of the last to go, and he, you know, and went down, and he finished, like, in sixth place, and he was in disbelief. Yeah. And I was thinking maybe inside his head he's going, like, well, who's timing this thing? Well, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I mean, he missed. He was in sixth place, but I think it was only like six one hundredths of a second or something like that that he missed it by. It was a re- mm-hmm. the top three were all within something like I want to say three and a half one hundredths yeah. of a second. Yep. I mean, how ridiculously fast is it? And I think the judging's lasered from the time you leave the block. Mm-hmm. So the judging, the clock starts the minute that that 
leg cuts through. But I'm assuming there's like backup judging for skiing for timing. I wouldn't. I mean, maybe they they keep one it's hand. Not, hopefully, one it's not in the time. hands of one no. guy because one no. guy could. No, but I, from what I was told, there's a laser on the front at the tar- at the top of the block. So it's all. It's so all... as soon as they push through that laser, okay. time starts. Okay. Yeah. So that's so what they're, they're taking the human error out. Exactly, because honestly, yeah. that, that would be shady to yeah. begin with. Well, if you watch the Winter Olympics, pairs figure skating in particular, a lot of human error yesterday. If you want to talk some Olympic games with us, we'll move on to other things. The restarting up of the NBA, college basketball, Daytona 500. Yes, the Westminster Kennel Club best of show Yes, at Madison Square Garden. That will be a topic of the show. We cover it all here. Nothing passes by us. 888-463-6748, the phone number, 888-463-6748. If you're a first-time listener, we'd love to hear you. Dial it up, talkzone.com, two guys and a mic. Yeah, yeah, the best of show today. The best of show at Madison Square Garden. What do you got? How much uh, are you, you you betting on the Pomeranian again well, this year? No, the, apparently the favorite dog. Everybody is uh, Sadie, who was a Scottish Terrier. Yeah, I don't. Was like apparently terriers. the odds-on favorite. Huh? Yeah, Terriers are yappers. I don't like those dogs. Yeah, and no. apparently, and I'm not joking about this. The last time they had the, it's, it's yearly, right? Mm-hmm. The last time she got disrupted by some of the noises. At the garden, there was some squeaking from the ice underneath, and she was Sadie was the favorite last time. Right. <laughs> Can't believe we're breaking this <laughs> we're down. Breaking down Westminster Kennel <laughs> I think I I'm picking another upset. I think something else is going to disturb Sadie. I just don't think it's in the card. I am picking Sparky, the black lap. Really? Yep. See, and I, I am taking the under, by the way. What I like is the bigger dog that's a little bit more comfortable in his own shoes, not that, so jittery. It doesn't yes. makes a little bit of noise. You're not going <laughs> to. I'm going. You know what I'm going with. Bernie the St. Bernard. I no, had him. Oh, yeah. He's big. He's the old fish. Quite frankly, he Bernie, don't care. That's what I like He's about over him. the hill. Yeah. He's like a Brett Favre of a dog. As a man who owns a Siberian Husky, I will uh-huh. never bet on them because those are the ADDs of dogs. I mean, uh-huh. they, they hear a noise anywhere. They will stop and look well, it up. Yeah, so they're, they're As done. a man who dated a Siberian Husky one time, I'm telling you right now, <laughs> Bernie the, what is Bernie? Bernie the St. Bernard. Bernie the St. Bernard. Yeah. He is like the Brett Favre. He's like the Kurt Warner of He dogs. might retire at the end of the year. That's huh? why you got a root for him. Well, he said he was going to retire last year. <laughs> yeah, he's old. He don't care. They had a whole retirement party for the St. Bernard, and he comes back. He just likes a party. He's the judges back. won't like that. Believe ah, okay. me. Believe me. You can count Bernie out. Sparky, the Black Lab, and I'm telling you right now, Sadie, the little twerpy Scottish Terrier, she's going down. Oh, I can't stand the little yappy <laughs> dogs. Give me a dog that doesn't park. <laughs> By the way, as we had to do a break, the uh, the dog owners and the dog trainers, and they were depicted beautifully in the movie, right? What yeah. was it called? The Best of Show? Best of Show. I mean, yeah. I, if you haven't Which, seen By the way, watch that movie. That that was phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Fact, you're the one who told me to. Yeah, you had to. And it, a classic. <laughs> it really yeah. is. If, any movie with Fred Willard, by the way. Oh, yeah. I love Fred. Yeah, automatic. Yeah. Automatic. But, but you're um, right. That, he, they depicted him perfectly. Yeah. This crazy <laughs> loafer-wearing, sensible shoes, dog-crazy yeah, if I could pick one profession that needs to lighten up and show a sense of humor, they got none. And there's a lot of professions out there. Yeah, but I would put dog owners and the dog trainers or the people you know of the the best to show type trainers. Yeah. In the, those people really need to take their jobs a little less serious. My wife, uh, she volunteers for the Sy- Free Spirit Siberian Husky Rescue. Oh, cool. Yeah, she's, that's where we got our dog. You know, mm-hmm. she loves the whole concept of it's a no-kill shelter. That, that you know, all, all the money goes straight to the animals. You know, mm-hmm. There's nobody who's on a payroll. Okay. So anyway, I've gone to a couple of their events, and, and I've seen a couple of their events. I'm assuming you don't go to any South Korean restaurants with your uh, <laughs> Not a chance, because chance. that makes a good kung pao. Anyway, so we're there, and... These guys, when they start talking about sled racing and and the posture of the dog and the chest and how it's supposed to stand, and I, 
Yeah, I, I just want to look at him and go, dude, it's a it's a dog. It, you should enjoy it as a dog. Go play, throw a ball. These guys are so far into it and so past the point of normalcy mm-hmm. that it just baffles me. These the dog people who take it way past, no, you know, to them it's like their their child. It's like their kid. You know, they dress them yeah. up. I'm like, it's a dog. Just ta- and I understand the competition. It's wonderful. I'm not saying there shouldn't be a best of show. Just take it a little bit less serious. D O G. Dog. That's all I'm saying. Dog. You want to make it happy? Take it for a walk, give it a treat, and play with it a little bit. That's what makes dogs happy. We're going to take a quick break. Other sports shows right now, David Olson, that's what separates us. That's what puts this show. Two guys in a mark, two guys in a mic apart from the other show. Other shows are probably breaking down. You know, it won't be LeBron or Kobe in the second half of the NBA season. You know, breaking down the National League East. Who are the teams to want? No. Here on the Two Guys in a Mic show, we are breaking down Winter Olympics and the Westminster Kennel Club Best of Show. What separates us, what puts us apart, Brian. Unfortunately, the part that we're separated from, (laughs) ratings-wise, is down at the bottom, unfortunately. so Good times. Maybe we should talk Kobe and LeBron. All right, we'll take a quick break. 888-463-6748. Yes, you can email us at mike2guys at AOL.com. Angry dog owners, you're welcome to check in. are open for your calls on two guys and a mic call 888 go for it once again here's the coach john cone hey we do welcome you back double b during the break terry bonadonna who college stackers and c benchman have joined our twitter.com family c benchman c benchman he's a seaman he possibly could be yeah nice our if you'd like to join our twitter family you can uh tweet us Twit us. You can call us a twit by tweeting us at Two Guys Mike. No, I'm sorry. It's Mike Two Two Guys. guys. Our fan page is Two Guys Mike. That's right. Remember, you spell Mike M-I-C. And and we're big with guys at sea because, honestly, you have the computer. You just turn it on there. Boom, you catch us right there. Yep. Yesterday, uh, you weren't here, but when Joel was on Viva Viagra. Really? And Stay Home Lamont. Really? Joined our Twitter family. They should meet. That's right on here. Who else we got? David Allen. David is Allen. now joining, watching us on Twitter. Wade Miller, 
Didn't he pitch for the uh, Milwaukee Brewers in the late 60s? I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> is, he, is he actually following Guy's us? bored now. He's listening to two guys in a mic break down the Westminster <laughs> Kennel Club. Double B and the coach with you right up until 11 o'clock CT Central Time, folks. We do it one hour a day, five days a week. Producer extraordinaire. It's only unfortunate that the webcasting cannot catch the best looking of the three. David Olson, our outstanding producer, who uh, was nice enough to come in on President's Day, by the way. The office really? was closed. David made a special trip over here. I hope they paid him double time. I think it was a good chance to get out of the house and get away from the two young kids and the wife for a little bit. There it is. Winner, winner. (laughs) 888-463-6748. Oh, and you have your uh, normal special surprise for us later in the show. Right, later in the show. Obviously, we break down because now pitchers and catchers are, what, two days from reporting? These are our projected lineups of different teams. Today, the Boston Red Sox. Wow. Chowda. And if you're new to the show, it's Bastard. become a tradition. We started about about a month ago. Yes. Where Brian would uh, each day, yes, David, each day during the show, he would uh, bring in a projected starting lineup. There's nothing better than like on February 2nd. Right. To get the projected starting lineup of an Anaheim Angel. As it is, today's what? February 16th, I believe. 16th. Hey, they will be playing real baseball yeah. for about a month and a half. No. We've got we've got it. We've got the roster right here for you Beautiful. for the Boston Red Sox. So we'll break it down, or we might just break down, or a little bit in between. Little Very little excited both. about yeah. that. Who's the favorite? Have you seen the Las Vegas odds, Yankees, the odds on? Aren't the Yankees always odds on? I, I would think they'd have to be mm-hmm. uh, from a National League's perspective. Uh, St. Louis has done a decent job this year. Uh, just it's hard to tell at this point, honestly. Before injury kicks in, before you know a couple more trades take part, you never know what's going to happen. All right, very exciting, very very exciting for the baseball fans out there, pitchers and catchers. I know different teams on different days. I know with our Cubs, it's in two days. Two days. Yeah. Yeah. Pitchers and catchers are about to report. Spring is in the air. It's something. Well, not really. No. As we, it's kind of hard watching the Winter Olympics and then. Right. Realizing that pitchers and catchers are reporting. But if you're a baseball fan, you want to talk some baseball with us, Double B and the Coach, we're right here for you. 888-463-6748. I can hardly wait to find out who's batting seventh in the projected lineup for the Reds. Don't tell me. You'll know the name, but I'm not going to tell you. Don't tell no, me. you'll know the name. It's not good. a Dustin Pedroia, is it? No. Okay. For for the, no. Pedroia's right. batting second. Just check. Yeah, yeah. And real quick now, I keep forgetting. Are you White Sox fan, Cubs fan, Cubs or a little bit? I, 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 no offense to all of you American League people, but I cannot stand that as a sport. There, there's going to come a time where baseball really just has to either adopt the DH or get rid of the DH altogether. To me, it's like a softball rule where everybody gets to play except for the one guy who pitches. You know, it just it bothers me. Has always bothered me. I'm a traditionalist when it comes to that standpoint, and I like the moves that a manager has to make in the National League that they don't have to make in the American League. Well, I, so. I mentioned a couple of months ago we were talking about this. I would take the just to play devil's advocate uh, for a minute, I would take the complete opposite approach and say, and it kind of goes along the way football has gotten in particular with, you know, third down coverage teams and second down. You almost have like a different lineup right? for every down and distance. I think in baseball, we may be getting to the point in five or ten years, Brian, where a manager will bring out two lineup cards. You're going to have your defensive lineup. And your offensive lineup. See, I can't and you know watch what? that. I, I just it wouldn't bother me that much. It, it would bother me completely. I, honestly, I, the one thing is football has always been split in two. As long as I can remember. I, obviously, guys played both ways, but we're talking, what, the 40s, 50s, and mm-hmm. 60s. You know, But to me, uh, you know, football has always been you have your offensive guys, you have your defense. There's something great about baseball because you get to know the nine guys that were out there. You saw you know, the nine guys who were playing on the field, and mm-hmm. those are the same nine guys who have to bat. 
And obviously some guys were defensively challenged, but they were great bats, and their other guys were great defensemen but weren't good bats. And there's something about baseball that I really enjoyed that way. Mm-hmm. The DH came in because obviously they wanted more players on a roster. And they were tired uh, of seeing pitchers hit. Right. Which I, You know, sadly, I enjoy a pitcher hitting. I love when there's that surprise, you know, oh, my God, he walked a pitcher. Or, oh, my God, the pitcher got on base. You know, to me, that's fun. Zambrano, when he hits a home run, to me, that just cracks me up. I love that to no end. To me, watching some fat guy who's 40 who was a great player who now can only hit, you know, like Jim Tomei last year. The guy could hit. He could get on base. But then, it, you know, you couldn't get to the next base. You'd have to put in a pinch runner for him. How is that entertaining to me? It just wasn't. I, I, I mean, that's just me. I know I've got friends who are American League guys. Mm-hmm. You know, that's your point of view. I, I totally accept that. But to me, you, you got to play both ways. Understood. And I do like the uh, managerial moves and the strategy. But again, playing the devil uh, wears product role, if I could. Ew. You know, the other the other side of it is, hey, it's it's major leagues. Let's see the best at their best. Who wants to watch an overweight guy, you know, run the bases? Or who wants to watch a lousy fielder? Let's put the best fielders out there. Overweight Your guys best... are running the bases. Huh? They're DHs. Well, if he gets on base, he runs the bases. But let's watch the best defensive team out there. Then put let's get the nine best hitters up enough with the 180 hitting shortstop and the pitcher who can't swing. Get your best players up there. What a cool game that would be. And more guys, more guys would get to participate. So what, you have a roster of 50? You'd be just like no, football. Not, no, not 50. Well, what's it now? It's 25 25, you'd have to go up to 30. How you adding Because some of your guys. players would cross over. You think so? Oh, yeah, you'd have some guys playing field and bat. And then you'd have to figure out the substitution pattern. The problem is, I don't think it would make for a bad game, actually. The problem is it would mess with a lot of the statistics of baseball. You know statistics. Oh, yeah. And records are a great part of the deep tradition of baseball. Absolutely. No, I, I, I personally don't see it ever happening. Mm-hmm. But I do think that the DH rule really has to come to a head now. Yeah. Just make a decision. Because yeah. then when you have this crossover, when you have the interleague play, it becomes mm-hmm. a bit of a cluster. And then the you know World Series, You're same You're probably thing. the same guy who didn't like the three-point rule when they put it in basketball. I'm all, I'm all for the three-point rule. You probably rule. didn't like the forward pass when the Bears attempted that first forward pass. Brian's like, ah, break of the tradition. It's a running game. It's always been a running game. What is that crap? Peyton to the, the right, Peyton to the left, yeah. Peyton up the middle. That's yeah. what I say. <laughs> Put a leather helmet on and stick it with I a know, I, I, You and I are just different certain things. Like That's the reason I'm not a big basketball guy. Yep. I can't watch a game where guys score 50 to 60 points or 50 to 60 baskets per game. To me, that shows absolutely no defense. That's why I like football. People have to work for it. That's why I like hockey. People have to work to get the goal. It takes a little time and builds up a little anticipation. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that. To me, watching a guy score every five seconds, really not that entertaining. The NBA All-Star game to me, <laughs> I could just completely <laughs> throw that out the window. What a bunch of garbage that is. 100,000 people sat there and watched them score at will until the last two minutes? Uh, come on. That was garbage. It's a one-time show. Garbage. One-time garbage. show. Yeah. It's All like right. watching the West play. <laughs> 888-463-6740. Again, any baseball fans out there, if you're starting to get excited just a little bit, pitchers and catchers reporting in a couple of days. How about that, says Mel Allen. We got the Winter Olympics right out there for you. The very exciting Westminster Kennel Club. College basketball, Brian, not much yesterday, no. but over the weekend, some good games. And speaking of uh, being in the air, it won't be long. Won't be long until you're bringing in like your 18 different charts of brackets. No, March Madness. I'm a very simple bracket guy. One bracket. Really? One bracket. See, now I, I appreciate you. You're, you're going to you do it. You're just going to yeah. do it once and you do it right. I'm definitely an anti-multiple bracket guy. I know your your old partner, your other partner, Joel Radwanski. Yes. Multiple bracket yes. guy. Yes. He's like a five, six and, guy. And still can't win. No. 
Which, and to me, just defeats the purpose. I mean, you just get the one. That way you root for yours, and then if it doesn't work out, oh, well, yeah. it's just another bad year. Yeah, and the multiple bracket guy, oh, yeah, hell, look, I had five of the final eight teams. Yeah. Had it here, right here. Yeah, well, what about the other 14 yeah. brackets you had? I got four of the upsets in the first round. Well, yeah, yeah because that was bracket number six that you pulled out that was all upsets. <laughs> and then, you know, come on, get out of here. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm done with these guys. All right, but it's good positioning. It was an excellent article in our Chicago Tribune. I think you can... Uh, uh, probably get it via the website, Chicago Tribune slash sports. Look up Shannon Ryan. She's a female. Does a great job. I don't know if you read her or not. She really is a good college basketball writer, but she breaks it down in today's sports page, each conference. Right. Who's in, who's out, and more interestingly, which teams are on the bubble and what they have to do the final four or five games. It's kind of a good precedent setter. It's like if I could liken it to a horse race right now, the, the horses are coming near the gate. Right. You know, kind of getting ready to load up for the big stretch run. And, and sure. Shannon's article did a very good kind of setting the pace for the next couple of weeks. I'll have to check it out today. I, mean, yeah. I Like I said, I, I stay away from college basketball and pro basketball for a while. Time I, to. You know, I might have to start paying attention. Time I, to open what does she say about Northwestern Illinois? Uh, those are the two Big Ten bubble teams. Both of them. Yeah, she said in, yeah. and I agree with her. Purdue, yeah. Wisconsin, Ohio State, and Michigan State, they're in. Okay. Illinois was looking pretty good, but that disaster against oh, Ohio State. Bad? Yeah. Any of the election uh, selection show people that were watching that game, yeah, if they were automatically in, they're back now on the bubble. Yeah, oh, because well. that was yeah. an embarrassing display. <laughs> yeah, and Northwestern, a nice big win over the weekend there, where they were off the bubble. Now they're back on the bubble. It's just fun to be around the bubble. Well, I think one of them will come in just because if you're a selection committee. You want an Illinois-based team in there to get that Chicago market. You think they think about that? I I guarantee you they do. I I know they're not supposed to, but if you have two teams or three teams with the same record and you're looking at one in Wyoming, one in Wichita, and one in uh, Illinois, I have a feeling they go, let's take this one. I hope you're not right. You may be, but on behalf of the folks of Wichita and other mid-level areas that that love their basketball team so much, I hope that's not right. I hope not, but I think I have a feeling if there's six at the same level and they've got to pick two, I I think they pick one of them will be the best two and mm-hmm. one will be from a big market. These are all is it college presidents or athletic directors? I think it's the ads. I, I guess so, but again, they, it's all about ratings with this thing too. Well, I mean, they, they've got to get the best show as well. Well, why they're athletic directors? Why do they care how much CBS makes? Well, you're still going to have every ad coming from you know going for their conference. Because you want your conference. Well, now, that, now that, that's, that's, a little, a little that's a little different. But I still think it's not all athletic directors. I think it's somebody else. I, I'd have to look into it. I really don't know what the okay. selection is. By tomorrow, mm-hmm. we'll find out. I'll bring right. that in. I did throw my hat in the ring uh, offering to be one of the uh, 16 selection people in the boardroom. Really? I haven't heard back yet, but I thought on, on behalf of TalkZone.com, two guys and a mic. I had our producer, David Olson, write a resume for me. Yeah. Sounded pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Not much of it was true, but it looked really good. No, that's okay. I, I read it over. I was like, man, I'm impressed with myself. But uh, <laughs> So I threw my hat in the ring. I don't know if I'll make it or not, but I thought I'd uh, give it a shot. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't work out so well. <laughs> You, you don't I mean, think I'm, you don't think I'm going to hear back? Huh? Maybe maybe you could get on that NBA All Star Selection yeah. Committee. They pretty much let anybody. That'll, in. that'll go about yeah. as far as my college kids' application to uh, Cornell. Hey, I <laughs> I will fully admit I applied to Harvard just yes. so I could get the rejection. Oh, rejection absolutely, letter. it's yeah. a tradition. That was just what I was looking yeah. for. Did you save it? Well, I got it at home. It's somewhere in like a folder or something. But yeah, I still got it. Yeah. My dad thought it was funny that yeah. I did it. Yeah. yeah. I've mentioned my dad told me many times, you know, my grades were like, you know, B's. Okay. Right. Nothing special. But uh, he always said if people ask you, 
what college you're going to, you just tell me you know, while I'm looking at, and I've told you this before, I'm looking at Yale, right? looking at Cornell, I'm looking at Harvard, I'm looking at Dartmouth. You know. right. Are you going there? No, 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 I'm just looking just at look them. At exactly. They look great. I thought Harvard looked beautiful. Where are you going? Oh, Oakton Community College. Right. Well, the irony is when I bought my house, it's on Harvard, the street. So I told my dad when he first came over, I'm like, told you I'd make it. Yeah. There it is, right there for you. I'm on Harvard. <laughs> I'm on Harvard. Yeah. Gold. That's like the bar of the library. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Bauer, where were you last night? The library. <laughs> I thought the library was great. Like <laughs> 1 o'clock in the morning. All right, we're taking a break. David Olson says we're taking a break. We'll be back with some uh, basketball talk. We'll get back to the Winter Olympics, folks. Phone lines are open. If you watched the Olympics last night, good things, bad things, anything in between, your thoughts, love to hear from you, 888-463-6748. If you're not into the Olympics, feel free to change the subject. And we have the projected starting lineup of the Boston Red Sox on a February 16th. All that and much, much more on the Talk Zone. That comes! To two guys and a mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. Once again, here's the coach, John Cone. Finishing up an absolutely delicious apple from the Dominic's Fruit Stand. I want to thank the fine folks at Dominic's. Be there. Aloha. Welcome back. TalkZone.com. Two guys and a mic. You can email the show, folks, anytime you want, morning, day, or night. If you're lonely, you wake up in the middle of the night, you don't know what to do. You can, you can also go, Brian, our uh, shows. I heard be archived. Sure. So people want to hear your voice. So and, late at night, if they don't catch the show, if they're sitting in bed and any of the computers nearby, and they just want they just want to feel like they're with us. Yeah. yeah they just turn it on. Two guys, Mike. Dot com. That's the website. Or Easy they, as that. Or they can go to talkzone.com and pull it up, can't they? A little harder to find the archive on the talkzone.com, but absolutely it's there, right? right. Absolutely. Talkzone.com, by the way, you got to check it out. Not just uh, our show, but there is a wide variety of shows. Something 
for everybody on the TalkZone.com. I highly got, recommend it. They've got sports. They've got oh, yeah. the other day I walked out of here and they had something on pageants. There's a there's a beauty pageant. Beauty pageant. Oh, it's hugely popular. Oh uh, yeah, I'd never even heard of even yeah. having a show, but apparently yeah. does extremely well. If we is. could get the ratings of the beauty pageant show, Brian, the two of us would move on to we, great things. We'd be winners. Exactly. Yes, yeah. So I mean, you know, the, again, the, everything. Check it out. Talkzone.com. And just kind of scroll through yeah. the shows. I think you'll be surprised you're at a, what they got. You're a marketing, you're a sales guy. How do we tap into that beauty pageant market? That apparently is so festive. Well, I think we're going to have to get on her show. <laughs> and we're going to have to talk to her about like how our love of beauty pageants and uh, beauty pageant winners. And then what I think we're going to have to do is parlay that into telling people that our show is not yeah. about regular sports. It's about the, the different kinds of sports. Somehow, we're, I think we should do that for like each of the shows. The computer show. Yeah. The insurance show. There was a show on before us that uh, they need to loosen up on that show a little bit, too. Very informational. Yeah. Got some good information. What were they talking about today, right before we came on, about uh, was it cleaning something? It was very, very good information. They just need to loosen up a little bit. Maybe you should coach Cleaning them. your printer. Cleaning the printer. Nice. See that? But there were a lot of people listening. Yeah, but tech We guys... need to tap into the cleaning the printer audience. You think so? Not really. No, oh, I'm sure we... <laughs> Given our ratings, we do. We absolutely need to. Well, if we could tap there. a little bit right. in each one of the shows. Right. We'll get at least two or three new audience members, and then we'll yeah. be good. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm all for this. There's so a me... barely legal program, which is uh, sports and legal issues, I... and I think geared towards the male. Okay. You know, in a divorce situation. Sure. Which hopefully you won't experience. No. But uh, in a divorce situation, the male often is left out, so I think this is a, you know to protect the male rights in I've divorce. I told my wife, it's still death to us part. Period. No, don't no don't tempt her. <laughs> I'm just saying. Don't tempt her. Not when the biathlon's going. Is that the one with the shooting and the skiing? That is the cross-country yeah. skiing and the shooting. Yeah. Which she watched with me and said, well, let me get this straight. <laughs> These guys cross-country ski at top speed. Yep. Their heart's racing, and then they have to shoot a 22 rifle, which is probably the smallest caliber you can get in a rifle. Mm-hmm. And they have to keep it steady enough to hit these little targets. I go, yeah. That's the whole sport. She goes, what man came up with this idea? I'm like, I don't know, but it's great. It's fun to watch. Is there a women's? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's today. All right. Yeah, so very Well, if exciting. your wife uh, is putting on skis later on today and she doesn't normally ski. Doesn't at all. You no. might want to check if she's got a uh, little artillery with her, too. Yeah, well. I don't want the marriage to end on a sudden note. All right. right. 888-463-6740. At pitchers and catchers reporting in a couple of the Pitchers and catchers report. Hey, hey. Pitchers and catchers report. Hey, hey. Pitchers and what? <sighs> You all right there? And we have our uh, tradition. When Brian comes in, it is a projected starting lineup, February 16th. And we are going to give you the Boston Red Sox projected starting lineup. I used to think it was weird, but now I'm looking at the front page of the Chicago sports page for the Tribune. And they, what do they got right there? It's Cubs. Yeah. Cubs stuff. So they're already on top of this. They're just following our lead. All right, here's your starting lineup hey, for ho. your 2010 Blue Football Boston Red Sox. Batting first left fielder, Jacoby Ellsbury. Last year, 301 average, 8 home runs, 60 RBIs. And my favorite part, 70 stolen bases for Jacoby Ellsbury. It's a good spot for a leadoff, man. Love Jacoby. Second base. And his Ellsbury's. Batting second, second baseman, Dustin Pedroia. Wasn't he the most valuable player of the league two years ago? Yeah, and now he's a second second batter. I like it. Two ninety six batter, fi- solid lineup. Fifteen right home runs, seventy two RBIs, twenty stolen bases. Carl Yastrzemski third or not? Batting third, Victor Martinez. He's your catcher. Batting three oh three, twenty three home runs, hundred and eight RBIs, only one stolen base. The slightly less powerful, but the much more amicable of the flying Martinez brothers. Batting number fourth, I believe he's one of the tribe. First baseman Kevin Euclid. Kevin, you. 
Apocalypse. Best 305, 27 home runs, 94 RBIs, and 7 stolen bases last year. Now, batting fifth, designated hitter, David Big Poppy Ortiz. Big Poppy! Batted a woeful 238, 28 home runs, 99 RBIs, absolutely no stolen bases for Big Poppy last year. Wow. Batting what was six, his batting average? 238. Man, he had an awful year last year, exactly. An off year. Batting sixth, right fielder, J.D. Drew, batting 279, 24 home runs, 68 mm-hmm. RBIs, two stolen bases last year. Now batting seventh, third baseman from Seattle, Adrian Beltre. It's a good lineup, folks. 265, eight home runs, 44 yeah, RBIs, 13 stolen bases. Line. As yeah, a Cubs fan, this lineup's making me depressed. As a White Sox fan, yep. this lineup is depressing me. Batting eighth from Milwaukee last year, center fielder Mike Cameron, 250. Wow. Average, 24 home runs, 70 RBIs, 7 stolen bases, and rounding it all off. At shortstop, batting ninth from Toronto last year, Marco Scudero batted 282 last year, 12 home runs, 60 RBIs, 14 stolen bases. Mm -hmm. Your starting pitchers are Josh Beckett, 17 and 6 last year, John Lester, 15 and 8 last year, John Lackey, 11 and 8 last year, Daisuke Matsusaka, 4 and 6 last year, and Clay Buckholtz, 7 and 4 last year. That's good. That's a good. Good that line. That, my good. Is Let me solid. just say, if Big Poppy returns to form, yes, maybe with Big Poppy, let me describe it a different way. No, we don't, we don't want him to return no, to form. No, no. <laughs> if Big Poppy produces, <laughs> yes. returning to form was part of his problem last year. Yeah. He needs to make a new form. But if if he can, seriously, if he he can hit like he did previous with to last that year. Lineup. With that lineup, I mean, yeah. honestly, that's a ridiculous lineup. They I mean, might. I'd like to see the Las Vegas odd. They might be the favorite to win it all. You know, it's always the Yankees and them to win the American League. I mean, that's always the way it starts off. I liked Los Angeles Angels lineup until mm-hmm. I saw this lineup. No, it's completely different. Yeah. They stole a couple of players from Seattle and Milwaukee. They they look loaded for bear. Mm-hmm. So that, my friends, is your projected starting lineup for your 2010. Boston. There it Red is. Sox. There it is. Tomorrow we will have another lineup. Don't tease us. Don't tell us. But we will have another projected starting lineup tomorrow. Double B. I will tell be. you this. Not as good as the Baston Red Sox. In the house. Thursday and Friday, the big dog, Joe Redwanski, will be back in town. Winter Olympics among the discussion topics coming up this evening. And earlier in the show, we talked about, uh, if you're just joining us, how great yesterday's uh, events were, including the snowboard cross and the downhill ski, two outstanding events that many of us just don't get to watch often enough. But tonight we've got more downhill ski in the women's. Yep. And the snowboard cross also from the women's side. Snowboard cross, which I'm dying to see. I want to see that today. You got mm-hmm. hockey, you got curling. I believe you said men's. The men's short skate. Men's short skate. That's exciting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, what it does is, it you, first of all, you get to see the best of the best. That's what the Olympics is all about. Right. The short skate is key because you've got to be in the top. Top three or four if you want a chance to win the gold. Top five, six, seven if you want a chance at the bronze. So this is your tempo setter. There's a lot of pressure on the short skates. Should be very exciting for a figure skating fans like myself. Men's hockey a little bit early today, 11 o'clock for U.S. versus Switzerland. Women's hockey, U.S. is playing Russia today. Yeah. And then you got Knicks Bulls if you're local. U.S. Uh, yeah. women's hockey team, I believe, one of the favorites. Always, yeah. yeah they beat top. China in a closer than it score 12-1 to game. Yeah, it was right there for them. <laughs> Chinese team blaming their backline defense for yeah. breaking down. The that. goalie was standing on her head. Yeah. Unfortunately, that was a bad technique. Yeah, yeah. 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 You got practice. I think the, the key for the Chinese team after watching them play, you might want to practice before you play your first Olympic game. I will say this: the one thing I did find out today, this morning, I was kind of disheartened by. Yeah. You know, the, you know how the American goalies get their helmet painted with the U.S. flag yes. or whatever. Apparently, on the back of all of Miller, Miller is the starting goalie for the U.S. team. On the back of all his helmets. Uh, 
Is he the guy's goalie? Yes. Okay. He always writes, it's Miller time. A little play on his last name. Uh, Olympic Hockey said, no, no, no. IOC says, get rid of that. I can understand And then Quick, who is the backup goalie, apparently on the back of his, it said, support our troops. Mm -hmm. Well, the Olympics doesn't like anything any military related, so they told him also today. Mm -hmm. Both of them have to get rid of whatever it says on the back of their helmet. Well, they also told one of the female hockey players for the U.S. team uh, she had to change her undergarment. Yeah. Because apparently on the sports bra, yeah. she had written, she's a big baseball fan, pitchers yeah. and catchers, she was very oh, sure. So she had Let's Play too. Oh, I understood. Yeah, I had to get rid of that. Well, they're, you know, most of the IOC is French. French sports Canadian. bra. They don't understand. It's a very confusing Sports bra, yeah. Let's Play too. Yeah, I got it. That's funny. That. Yeah. All right. Hey, oh, blue. Hey, hey. 42 red, spit left. Football Friday. 47, Football 47. <laughs> spit left, said Hank. Cal Ripken making an appearance on our ESPN TV screen. Cal looking a little bit old. Look a little bit old. Cal's got to give it up. You know, I, I love when an old guy has hair and he keeps it really neatly trimmed. Uh-huh. But when you can't tell where the hairline starts and ends because of the glare from the television, just go bald. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, shave it all off, Cal. He's got a nice-looking melon. It's well-rounded up. But, I, you know, with that glare, I can't tell where, what's his hair and what is glare out there. Yeah, stop holding on to the dream, my friend. Ah, just give it up. It's over. Just, you know what? It, sometimes it's best to just say... No moss. You're like 87% in. <laughs> yeah. You're holding off that last third. Just, just, uh, just take yeah, the dive. It's like when you're playing poker. you got two chips left. Everybody else has 400. You know All what? In. All in. All That's in. What I'm take saying. the plunge, yeah. my friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 888-463-6748. What events have you been watching? What do you like the most? What do you dislike the most? If you're into the Winter Olympics, anything from hockey and curling right up to the snowboard cross. NBA basketball back in action tonight. Uh, Brian, a lot of the players had a three-door, uh, three, four-day break. Sure. But we're back in action tonight. Our Chicago Bulls take on the New York Knicks in a game that used to be very good. No, not at all lately. No. All I'm looking forward to now is trade deadline. We're coming up on it. There's a couple of talks out there about Amari Stoudemire. Might be going to the Heat. You know, he might be going to Cleveland. Yeah, you know, what's Chris Bosh going to do? Uh, that's all that I'm really interested in in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go for our playoff push after that. See, I'm a basketball purist. I find all the trade talk um, uh, distracting. Really? Just, I mean, you know, like the, the previous two weeks before the All-Star break, the Bulls started to play pretty good. Yes. We talked about this, and I was getting kind of excited. Bulls and I told what, you, did and, I tell you And all I heard excited? was the experts yeah. saying, well, this is good that the Bulls are winning because now they can trade their players. Their players have more value. Yes. And I'm like, well, it just kind of killed the basketball buzz. I think as a me. GM, you've actually got to look at it like a stock. You sell high. Buy low, and, and yeah. that's where you're going to win. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just telling you as a fan. Yeah, as a purist. It, it yeah. was a killjoy. No, I understand. Yeah. It's like as a Blackhawk fan. Now, I go from the other aspect. I'm a huge hockey fan. Yep. As a Blackhawk fan, the fact that you know the Blackhawks just made one trade, and they're talking about another one before the trade deadline, I love what this team has done all year. I'm almost sad to see any one of these players leave for any apparent reason because I want to see how far this team can go. Right. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. And what I don't like is when some bad team just unloads a great player because you're like, yeah, why pay for him? We'll, we'll take mm-hmm. a couple of draft picks. We'll take this, this, this. I mean, to me, that just kind of sullies the whole thing. Yeah. To yeah. me, it's one of the biggest negatives of pro sports today is you pick up a veteran player. Yeah. Baseball's the probably oh, the biggest yeah, example. Yeah, the you know, month, yeah. all season long, you play with one team. Yeah. Month and a half left, you bring in one or two players, and all of a sudden they're playing. It's like, well, that's that's not the team. Yeah. You know, that's almost, not what got us here, exactly. Huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm with yeah. you. But that's the way it is. That's, that's, and our kids, I don't think the kids are bothered by it as much because they've grown up with it. You know what it is, though? Most kids are playing video games on a regular basis. True. When you get mad in 2010, 2009, 2008, yeah. I talked to one of my cousins about it. 
And he's a huge fan of Madden and football in general. So I asked him, you know, I'm like, oh, I, how, how's Madden? He's like, oh, it's great. I traded for Peyton Manning. I traded for this. I tra-. I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait a second. Yeah. I'm like, you're still playing as the Bears? He goes, yeah. I'm like, but you traded half the Bears away from this <laughs> year's team. He's like, he's like, yeah. He's like, I won the Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm like, that's all they care about. So to them, trading, non-issue. Yeah, the, the yeah. kid sports fan of today watches less of the actual games. Yeah. Like my son, who's a, my younger son's heavily into sports, eighth grade. He knows a lot of the college players. Mm-hmm. He knows a lot of the pro players, but he doesn't know them from collecting cards like I did. Yeah. Or from watching the games. He yeah. knows them primarily from the video games. And my generation was the cards. And then we, we kind of segued into, remember Super Tech Mobile? I don't know if you knew David. Yeah. I mean, this was the first of the great football video games, Super Tech Mobile. So that's how you got to know some of the best players on every team. I mean, you, you know, everybody knew that Bo Jackson, was the greatest player on Super Tech Mobile. Whatever happened to, like, watching the games? But as a kid, your patience at ADD level is is horrible. I will say. Are there commercials in the video games? No. Actually, they will throw up. What's really weird, and I noticed this the last couple of years and I, that I didn't notice it before, if you have NCAA football or if you have Madden, they will actually bring you, like, uh, this field goal brought to you by Speedstick uh. or the Under Armour da-da-da-da-da play of the game uh, brought to you. Brutal? And I couldn't believe that it was in a video game. I'm like, man, how much did yes, they you pay could. to get that in? If you think about it, yeah. you could believe it. I yeah, could, yeah, but no, I... it's real easy for them to squeeze stuff in there yeah. now, like in the backgrounds, yeah. like you know, on the stadium walls, there are advertisements. Yeah. Yeah, NCAA and football. And sometime yeah. on the loading screens, there'll be a graphic. Little, little yeah. subliminal oh, yeah. messages yeah. for our 12- and 13-year-olds. It's, it's not even subliminal. They'll do like a stat for a player, and you'll see like a little like, you know, speed stick picture yeah or under armor under armor yeah. yeah and then all state you know in church you know in, in college football they kick the field goal there's always the all state logo in the back in every single one of the games i couldn't believe it yeah it's, it's shady mm-hmm. but it, they're making money off of it yeah. so no, what are you gonna do yeah, yeah. top but top. that's why uh, sports are different i mean as a kid i couldn't sit through a game until i got a little bit older until i got about 10 11 i could watch parts of games but then i just wanted to go outside and play you know so i knew my players based on my team's and whatever cards I collected for whatever sport it was. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, kids don't have the cards. So they know their team because of all the players on, on Madden or whatever it is. And then they know the ratings of all the other players because they played against them or they got them. You know, so that, that's, I mean, at least it's a way to learn the game. It's different, but it's the way. Ah, the kids today, Brian, the Dad, kids today. Hey, the kids today, let me tell you. <laughs> a video game. We were lucky to play stickball in the park. And we thought a stick. It was great. Hey. <laughs> All right, uh, but the NBA is back in action. Any as we enter the second half of the season, actually, we're a little bit beyond the second half, and you come back from the All Star break. It's sort of like uh, in sim- symbolically, anyways. Second half of the season. Are you a uh, Cleveland Cavalier, LA Laker guy, or are you thinking there's a team maybe that could sneak into the Elite Two? I am a lover of the teams that nobody talks about. Like I, you know, I, if the Lakers win, they're a great team. I, the way they're playing without Kobe has been phenomenal. So I, I have every indication that they are the ones who are going to lead the West. You know the Celtics. Uh, you know I like the history of the Celtics. I'd love to see the Celtics come Boy, up. They're looking. They're looking old. Yeah, they are looking old, awfully quick too. So to me, I think they've got this year in them, and that's about mm-hmm. it. After that, it's it goes bad quick. Uh, you know, but I just I honestly think it's got to be the L.A. Lakers. I think in the East somebody can upset LeBron because I watch Shaq play, and Shaq looks bad. He looks old. Speaking of old. So and unless to get Amari Sadamari or somebody young to help out, I, I can see LeBron can be had. So I, the East, I think, is wide open. But as far as the West goes, I think it's all L.A. Mm-hmm. All right, be fun to watch. We mentioned it before. I, I think this year, and I'm not a big 
NBA guy, much more into college, and I love high school basketball, but I think there's more good, young, exciting talent. Yeah. Not just exciting, but yeah. the talented kid that I can ever remember in the NBA. No, I'm with you on that. I'll agree yeah. with you. There's more guys on more teams. Like, you could actually watch an Oklahoma Thunder game and enjoy it. Yes. You know, back in the day, had I told you you were going to watch an expansion team or a team that had moved and enjoy it, you'd have mm-hmm. been like, eh, no. Yeah. You know, if you like the Hornets, you could find a player. Memphis right? Grizzlies. Memphis Grizzlies, you could find. Usually teams that were consecutively bad, mm-hmm. now they've got some great players on the team to watch. Milwaukee yeah. Bucks. i got to watch yeah. uh, the kid Tyreek Evans. I loved him as a freshman at Memphis. He's, what, like 19 years old? Yeah. Just a pup. How ridiculous. And he's scoring, what, 20 a game for the yeah. Sacramento team. Exactly. We don't get to watch him a lot, but a lot of talented young players. All right, we're getting the rodeo sign from uh, David Olson. It means we got to ramp up another show, Double B. You'll be back tomorrow. I will be back tomorrow. With another projected starting lineup. Uh, can I give you a hint? Sure. It's the land of Ohio. Wow. What team? I don't know. It's the land of Ohio. <laughs> that, that'll bring people back for no, tomorrow. No, it really show. won't. <laughs> we thank everybody for listening. Much, much appreciated. David Olson, our producer. Great job, as always. TalkZone.com, two guys and a mic. Back at you 10 tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody.